Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Illumineers Quest podcast, where we talk everything Lorcana. I'm Zach. And I'm Jacob. And thanks for coming on this journey with us. Okay, so breaking news, special episode, we're recording off schedule, mm-hmm. because there were just a ton of information drops on chapter two of Lorcana. I can, I'm so hyped. It's a lot. It's overwhelming, but we'll get to that. Chapter two. Rise of the Floodborn. Rise of the Floodborn. So, lots of cards, accessories, you name it. That's going to be the main topic for today's episode. And I'm sure all the intro stuff will be pretty quick. But, um, yeah, so again, for everybody that's new to listening to us or just jumping on this episode, we've also got a YouTube channel in conjunction with the podcast where we upload everything. We also do unboxing videos and things like that. You can search Illumineers Quest um, on Twitter at Lorcana Pod, you can follow us to you know follow with the, the late breaking news and everything else going on in the Lorcana scene. You can email us questions um, at lorcanapod at gmail.com and then obviously the podcast you can find on all major podcast networks. So yeah, let's let's get into this one because we're both antsy to to get into it. So first, I have to just shout out Kevin. He's the one who kind of kicked our button gear to get this new episode format with you know some of the entry level stuff that we're doing now. Um, get it finalized and get it out. Um, so yes, thank you, Kevin, for getting our butts in gear and, and finalizing our episode format so we can do this. Um, because we've talked about it and we just never did it. Yeah, it's I like it now. We have consistent format. It's fun. Consistent. It, it, yes. it makes sure we have a few little fun things to talk about every week, regardless of you know if there's a bunch of news or not. So makes it cool. Makes it makes it a little more you know warm up to the big heavy stuff. You know, get to know us a little bit better. So it's all good. Yep. Appreciate it, Kevin. Um, Card of the week, uh, I think that's a pretty straightforward one for me, it, and you're gonna laugh when I say it's gonna be Cusco. <laughs> I I knew it. I knew so, it. Uh, I Jacob's not able to go to the um, league night tonight. I am. I don't have a full set of Cusco. I'm borrowing his Cuscos. <laughs> it's really as easy as that. I needed the Cusco to complete a deck to actually be able to have something playable to try to win a match tonight. So, yeah, thank you for the Cuscos. <laughs> you got it. You got it. So. Uh, talk about the card a little bit so we can uh... yeah so Cusco he's he's a 5 cost non-inkable character in Emerald quests for 3 so super powerful but what the most annoying part and why he's so powerful is because he has ward and so you want to really get him off the board but things like dragon fire fire the cannon grab your or grab your swords works because it's not direct but grab your swords only does 2 damage smash. So, smash yeah I mean all the direct damages and then even things like giant tink you know, eliminating somebody and then trying to pick a card to put that damage on, like he can't be chosen for that, for that either. And so it's just, it's a really good card to have on the board to be a massive distraction, but then he also, you know, gains three lore every time he quests. So it's a massive win towards your bottom line trying to get to 22. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it, I think, quite a few times on this podcast. So there's a reason it's it's card of the week here. Um, only downside to it is I think it's uninkable, right? Yeah, but that's the only downside. Yeah, that's all. So that's all there it. is. Yeah, it's it's still amazing. You know, aside from that, there's just there's really nothing. I mean, three yeah. is basically the max you can quest for, aside from Mickey and Belle when she's you know got ten in the inkwell. So massive amounts of lore doesn't cost a ton. I mean, that's you know on the lower end of getting three mm-hmm. lore, um, and then the, you know award ability on top of it is is incredible. So. Yeah, that's the card of the week. It's a good one. 
Um, okay, what's what's on our mind? I mean, it, that's a hard one to like not just jump straight into the main episode I, because I think we'll just say I think we'll just say the topic today is on our yeah, minds. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, chapter two is on our mind. You know, again, we're filming this on a kind of off cycle. We usually film uh, at the end of the week, getting ready for the beginning of the week episode, but it's. It's the middle of the week. They just dropped the news, and we're we're getting this episode I out did, because we just had to talk about we, it. So we had to, had to. So stay tuned for the rest of the episode, basically. Yes. <laughs> so that's that's a, the perfect intro into the rest of the episode because that's basically what we're getting into. So, chapter two, as you said, rise of the floodborn. Rise of the floodborn, man, and that I mean that the title tells you a little bit what we're gonna get into. Uh, it's uh I, I mean man some of these cards it's unbelievable so i'm kind of a newbie to the floodborne dreamborn stuff you're definitely not we you told me five minutes ago it's basically as simple as floodborne shift shift is floodborne all shift or floodborne all floodborne or shift so if it's rise of the floodborne there's gonna be a lot of shift coming that is yes i mean the in the way that like they'll explain it in story terms basically too is Dreamborn are a little different than the characters we've seen before. Floodborn are almost completely different. Um, which we get quite a few amazing examples of that in this this chapter. Already with some of the... the I say leaked. They were kind of leaked and then they had officially got released because of some of the leaks. We talked about that on the last episode where it was like, well, a card got leaked or some stuff got Those leaked. Those were the, the products, like the accessories, Yeah, I think. and so they just released it all. Like, they do a good job of not just, like, letting the stuff fester. So, um, anyways, yeah, so you say accessories. They they gave images of all the accessories and stuff that's coming. I, so I have, uh, this is a little personal story to get into this. I have not gotten a play mat yet for this chapter unfortunately not i i did not get it when i had the opportunity to and i've regretted ever since i might not regret it now because there are some incredible play mats two incredible play mats for this chapter so they got winnie the pooh honey wizard i believe sure and then a gargoyle looking beast i i love them both so much and i i believe so i believe that the honey wizard is a dreamborn card and then we actually don't have the card for the beast we don't yet i would assume it is a floodborn though it sure looks like it um that is just my guess though and then the the sleeves are sisu which we had been leaked and, mm-hmm. and, and we knew kind of was coming um from raya and the last dragon which we don't have the card for that one either no but the other sleeve deck is a no a, a new Mulan. Mm-hmm. It's like a amp. It almost looks like she's like an emperor's hammer eye of some sort. Um, yeah. So and we also don't have the card for that either yet. Um, I so personally I love every every single one of these. <laughs> I so only thing is there's no villains, but that's okay. I'm a, I'm a villain guy, but there is no villain. The Beast There's... looks kind of dark. I mean, you, he could he might be a villain. Maybe it, maybe it's like... I believe they've talked about that in the past where they said no Floodborne will change hero oh, okay. or villain. Okay, well that's some good background info then. Um, but, I mean, it definitely could. Like, if they wanted to ever do that, this seems pretty doable. Um, but honestly, I'm not, I'm not a big Winnie the Pooh guy. I'm not either. I am in love with this playmat so much the art is incredible i will agree the art is fantastic and it's super 
just in depth. Like the colors are super vibrant. It's very rich. I just I'm not a I'm not a poo guy either. I can't get over it. That's not something I would ever buy. But I don't get me wrong. If you're a poo fan, you're going to love this. I mean, this has to be what if you're a poo fan, this has to be one of the best things you've ever seen. It is. It is <laughs> awesome for sure. I. I love it so much, and I can almost guarantee you that my brother will be getting the Beast play mat. Um, so what a, I, I shared my positive thoughts on the accessories. What are you, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I I'm not as big a fan. Don't get me wrong. I think they're great. They're just not any characters that I'm super connected to. Like I like Mulan the movie a lot, and like I said, I like Ryan the Last, Last Dragon a ton. So Sisu the the sleeves for that are definitely. If I'm going to get something, it's going to be the Sisu sleeves. We've also got the deck boxes as well of, of Mulan yeah, and Sisu. Yeah, of, of the deck. So, you know, again, I'm not saying I like they're terrible. I like them. It's just, like, none of them are so amazing to me because they're not really any characters that I, like, super gravitate towards. So I'll probably get some new sleeves. I might get a deck box. But playmats, I'm going to use my my Steamboat Willie Mickey that I have from, from Chapter 1. So... And, so keep that confirmed zach is not a beast fan um not this one i like beast again this is like a gargoyle for those of you who haven't seen it yet just google rise the floodborne and you'll you know disney lorcana website has all the official releases but it's it's like very gargoyly it's not like bell and beast and so no this one specifically and beast in general like sure i'll let him go take out gaston or whoever else uh, we'll we got we'll get to Gaston here in a minute, but uh... yeah. So we we've kind of already touched on like this transition here, I guess. Like with Sisu and with you know Winnie the Pooh. I mean, I know there's Tigger, mm -hmm. but they've talked about the new movies slash properties that are going to be the backbone of the set, kind of. And there are some really exciting ones for me. I personally. think we're both excited. Really, this this part is we can agree that this is awesome, and we're both really pumped about it. So we actually had a, a video set up for the movies that were going to come in chapter two. <laughs> um, so now that has become movies coming in chapter three <laughs> and beyond. Um, yeah. So we we had we we had already kind of talked about and discussed all the stuff that we would hope would happen and what we wanted to see. And Raya and the Last Dragon was number one on my list. And so now I just sound like a fanboy because they've already announced it. And I haven't had it out there pre-release. But, you know, I, we didn't want to talk about it this early on. There's a there's another movie on here, too, that I had on my list. So we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, so, well. I mean, we'll just, let's, just, let's just talk about it then. So Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yep, excited. Pinocchio, I think that's a fantastic one. Hopefully we get some Jiminy Cricket. I was going to say, you got a lot of cool ways you can go with that. Zootopia, another recent-ish. It's more... Awesome. I believe it would have been, except for the other movie we're going to get here, Ryan the Last Dragon. I believe it would have been the most recent yeah. Disney movie. I love Zootopia, too. Zootopia is fantastic, so I'm excited about that one, too. This is the one you want to talk about, The Great Mouse Detective. Oh my goodness. So I have a personal connection to this movie. Every time we went to either Disney World or Disneyland, before we left, the night before, we would always watch Grace Ma Great Mouse Detective. That was our, our bond with the movie. I love this. I cannot wait. So that's a, that's an awesome one. Jungle Book was also on the list of ones that I wanted to include in Chapter 2 because 
How do you not like Mowgli and Baloo? Like Baloo is Baloo's Baloo. If Baloo is not just a rock star card, I will be disappointed. The fact that he's included, amazing. I want him. I just want to really just play the Baloo and just strike fear in my opponent. Well, you know what I'm excited about? King Louis and Shere Khan, villains. Uh, Let's go. So, did you see on the side of the um, on the side of the Lumineers Trove? There's a, you can slightly see Shere Khan. Well, okay, yeah. hold on. So hold he's on. he's gonna look it up. So I'll keep going. But so Jungle Book, Mowgli, Baloo. Obviously, there's a lot of other great ones that you can get from there too. That's gonna be a great one to include. Like I said, that was on my list initially to have in there. So I'm I'm happy that one is. And then that goes well into the last one, which is Ryan the Last Dragon. Which was my number one to include because again I think it you know with the dragon characters like Sisu, um, you have you know obviously Raya and Namari are going to be great ones and then all of the supporting cast that she you know gathers into her party along the way are going to be just fantastic. Is it, so is it Tuck Tuck? Is that his name? I think so. The, yeah. the giant roly poly. Yeah. I I love that guy. Yeah. So hopefully he's in it. Yeah, he would be a really fun one to have and to have some synergies with a Raya card that comes out, but. Yeah, so those are like the movies that they're going to focus this behind. I mean, obviously... I don't know if there's more. There could be I, more. I would imagine there's probably a few more. I mean, you know, like in set one, I mean, there's already a Tigger, but they're saying they're doing Winnie the Pooh, and it's not even on the list that we talked about. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's it's not like it will be inclusive to these, but those are going to be, you know, if you think about like the set one, I would say Frozen, Aladdin, Rapunzel are probably you know like three that would be on this list and so there's a few of them that have a ton of cards that build out the set and so that's kind of like the way that we interpret it is these are going to be like the backbone of the set with a few others sprinkled in snow white and the seven dwarves have the potential to be huge i mean it could that could be a whole deck within itself if they if they do it correctly with the inks um but that i mean just think about we could have multiple dreamborns of dwarves multiple floodborns of dwarves you know we could have a floodborn like dopey that's insane i that, that one has a lot of potential, I think, for sure. Yeah, so uh, kind of along that line, they, they also announced two starter decks for, for uh, Chapter 2. And they have, with only two, there's two inks then that are not included. So Amber, we, or not Amber, uh, Ruby and Emerald are missing. Ruby and Emerald are missing, um, but they also got switched up a little bit. So mm-hmm. it was Amber Amethyst and Sapphire Steel. This time it's amber sapphire and amethyst steel it's really interesting so we've got maleficent and a crazy gaston so so that's evil queen not maleficent oh gosh you're you're good no that's why we're here together we'll we'll get into those cards earlier which from seven dwarfs which makes sense and those are both floodborne cards which is interesting and then merlin and tiana so another interesting bit here is Neither of those cards, I believe, are are Floodborne. I could be wrong, but I believe that in well, I know we the Merlin is Storyborn, is not, and then I know I'm pretty sure the Tiana's on this list too that we're gonna see, and she is not either. So yeah, I guess you have one that is, one that isn't. So I mean, to me, to me the Saf the the sapphire amber is better because you get two floodborne that gives you yeah there's a there's a big separation between the starter decks in this one and the in the first chapter it was kind of just like pick I mean, you, your yeah. play style but this seems to give you a very separate a very big separation between the two decks i mean yeah it's like i i could see a lot of people getting four of the 
depending on how good these cards are and how meta they are, um, four of the the amber sapphire because you could get you know your your playable floodborne. Yeah. So yeah, they've they've also shown the the three pack arts. Yes. For the for the set for each of the packs, so we've got a very normal beast, not mm-hmm. the gargoyle beast, mm-hmm. but a normal one. We've got Raya. Yep. Yeah, also looks storyborn. Which looks very much like the movie as well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it wasn't mentioned, but we've got a character from... Um, gosh, I can't think. Help me out here. Alice in Wonderland? Yes, Alice in Wonderland. My, my, my mind went blank. Um, so we had Cheshire Cat and Mad Hatter last yep. last chapter. So we're getting the, the big bad herself. Queen of Hearts. Yep. Um, which, feeling guy. Exciting. Yeah, so um, again, like not another one mentioned, but there's a character like on the packs from a movie that we've already had not mentioned in set two. So it's going to be outside of those six properties. And we don't, and we don't even have the uh, the cards yet. Yeah, um, we don't have any of those cards. So yeah, a lot of a lot of cool product, a lot of cool teases. Um, you know, kind of get an idea of how some of the sets going to um, break out between some of these. Definitely but, Rise of the Floodborne. It's going to be exciting. But obviously, the biggest news of the day is all the cards that got um, released. It's kind of, I think, it I was think 13, 13 yep. cards. And so we have the list of them, and they're kind of, they're not in any particular order, but we're just going to run through the list. Um, and so we'll start with the first one, and the first two have something specifically we want to talk about. So we'll just talk about that too. But um, Tiana, so we said Tiana's got a card on the, the starter deck. So Tiana's celebrating princess and steel. Yep. It's exciting. She has an ability that says, while this character is exerted and you have no cards in your hand, opponents can't play actions. So, wow. That could be, I don't know how you'd empty your hand. Maybe there's another card that helps you empty your hand. Um, but that, I it's a, mean, it's kind of scary having an empty hand, but you know, if you think about, like, I don't know, you know, Dragonfire or Be Prepared or, you know, some of those action cards that can really punish you. Mm-hmm. Not having the opportunity to play those as an opponent. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of scary, man. Like, yeah, you're, I know, I know there's decks that, that you play specifically that... Big control decks. That depend on Be Prepared oh, sure. and Dragonfire. Yeah, big control. I mean, one of the most meta decks, you know, the Ruby Amethyst Control... You know, widely seen, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody that's better at the game than we are, but, you know, I think widely considered one of the better decks in the set, very much depends on those cards. So, I, I mean, if, I think there needs to be a way to empty your hand, but this could be very playable. But, on top of that, which, you know, we'll get into it now, I mean, I guess it's better because a couple more cards have this as well, there's a new ability. So, there's nine currently, they're adding a new ability. I, I... this this is incredible. So resist is the new ability. And essentially what resist does is anybody that attacks you, it reduces that their damage to you by two. So it could be there could be like a resist four or something, but with this card specifically it is resist two. Yes, yes. So I mean resist two for the Tiana celebrating princess. She's got four willpower. So that's really like six willpower because she can take two less damage. And then on top of that, cheaper cards, like one and two cost cards, 
probably aren't doing any damage because most of the time they're doing one or two damage yep. to begin with, and so it becomes useless for them to challenge her because they're not going to do any damage. She's also four-cost, um, uninkable at quest for two, so she's got two lore. Two lore two lore is a big one. And you're not going to be able to take her out very easily. Okay, so Tiana, we also have another another steel leak. we got a Floodborne. Um, this seems to be like the new giant tank, maybe? Because it's also in steel. It's, it seems like the, the new... The new big bad in steel. Yeah, so seven cost inkable, five shift Cinderella, um, who again shift five. So there are going to be other Cinderellas in there that you're going to be able to shift onto. Also has resist too. Is is five willpower, five strength, three lore. So she is going to be incredibly annoying to take out. You're going to have to have some sort of ability to take out because even your best fighters or challengers like a Maui does six damage resist two only does four damage and isn't going to take her out in one turn and she's going to take him out in one turn and we haven't even gotten to the ability yet nope haven't even gotten to the ability and it's, everything i said right there is enough that's to make a playable it a fantastic card. card that's a playable card but on top of that it's whenever you play a song this character may challenge ready characters this turn meaning they don't have to be exerted that so that gives you the ability to push into their hand and keep them from being able to quest. So imagine playing. I don't. So we don't know if there's going to be C, uh, chapter one, chapter two compatibility. We do need to talk about that at some point too. Um, but I mean, you could take out an Aladdin like hero before he can even heroic do outlaw anything. before he's even out. Yep. Um. There, there is some crazy potential with this. I, I mean, and, and the resist too is, is huge, incredibly huge. annoying. It th- that this. I mean, we haven't gone through the full list yet, but I'm definitely. If we're making a tier list, maybe we make a tier list with these leaks at some point. This is definitely towards the top of the list, regardless I, of if you've seen the rest of the cards or not. I, I've looked a little bit at each other card. Um, there's some crazy ones that we'll get to, yeah. but this. This could be the best. This this is up there for sure. Okay, so we'll we'll come back to them, and then once we go through them all, we'll kind of just say our favorite one, so we can get get to all of them. But get to the next one, so we move on to Sapphire. We have a six cost non inkable Gaston intellectual power, four strength, four willpower, shift four again. It's a floodborne, so we've got shift on this one. Three lore again, so another massive questing yep. card with four a bunch. six, which is not bad for no. six. 16. No, that's pretty good. And then his his ability on top of the shift is when you play this character, look at the top three cards of your deck, you may put one in your hand, put the rest at the bottom of your deck. And so that's like an ability, or a, not an ability, but like an action that you would usually play separately that you get with this card. So this, I think this is a very like late game card. Like yep. when you're just scrambling and you're like, I need these specific cards. So you I mean, just, with six cost, it's got to be a little bit later. It's going to be yeah. later in the game. Um, but yeah, if if you really need a, a specific card to you know to either weather the storm or to try to put the final nail in the coffin or whatever the case might be, I mean, it, it puts character on the board and gives you another card that you specifically need. So I mean, to to me, the shift four isn't as big of a deal because I don't think you necessarily want to play this on turn four. Um, but that's just my opinion now. Shift four is useful because you can play maybe multiple you have or another card on top or, of it, or later go on. right into questing with them. I mean, I think you questing know, with, is with, nice. with a with a three lore, 
you go straight into questing with him and you get the ability. I mean, with four strength, four willpower at turn four, yeah. there might not be another card on the board to take that's, him out either. So you're right. True. I mean, I think the ability, maybe not that's early on, but depending on the play style or the deck that you've built around, maybe you do, maybe you don't. That's so. very true. I overlooked that. That's no, very it's, true. It's, it's all good. So that's a really good one too. You know, non-inkable, so you have a little bit of a chip against it, but it not as crazy as the the Cinderella. And no, but I, still, still up few, there for sure. It's it's still very good. Okay, so we have our first item to talk through, and this is exciting because it is Great Mouse Detective. So Great Mouse Detective, take it away. So this is the dinner bell, which is actually a very sad scene in my opinion in the movie. But um, this had this is a four cost uninkable item. It's when this exert two uh, two ink exert two ink, draw a card equal to the damage on chosen character of yours, then banish them. Banish the item, or banish them. Wow, I can't read. Banish them. No, you're good. Okay, so you're yeah, you, you banish the character. The, this is crazy. <laughs> There's, I mean, it's a lot to to digest. It, it you have to be very careful with how you use that because if you're banishing a character. You know, assuming if they're, you know, if they have a bunch of damage on them, then, you know, you're going to get a lot of, you know, cards from it and they might have a, you know, important turn left to go, you know, if it's a three lore card or a really Mm -hmm. important attacker that you have. But nonetheless, like if you're replenishing your hand, you know. Imagine playing this on an enemy Cinderella that we just talked about. Be great. You just blew my mind. I was thinking you have to play this against your own card. No, you get to banish an enemy card. Hold the phone. <laughs> this is... Okay, new tier list. This is right up there at the top. I that is insane. That's what I'm saying. That is insane. It's incredible. That's basically a dragon fire with a draw. And you can play it every turn. No, okay. Oh, yeah, you can play it every it's turn. It's an item. You can play it every single turn. That's basically a dragon fire with... A Ima- card draw. Imagine this was steel. I'm I'm at a loss. I completely read that wrong when I read it the first time. That's insane. Um, there's another item we'll get to in a few cards here. There has to be more cards in this set to remove items from the board. Because right now, I might be wrong, but the only two that come to mind are Befuddle, um, which is in the Amethyst ink, and then the Steel Beast that lets you remove an item when he's played. Yeah, I'm not I'm not totally versed in like the the item removal. I think those are the only two. I th- is there a Hades? I'm not entirely sure. I I, I don't know. Um but regardless, regardless, there's not a lot. There's not a lot at all. And so with incredibly powerful items like this coming out, there has to be better ways to deal with items. Mm-hmm. Cuz if you just every turn have to deal with your opponent drawing cards and taking yours out, <laughs> you're in a world of hurt. I mean, this. It's it's this in in Tinker or not Tinkerbella, Cinderella so far, and we haven't even got to maybe the craziest card. Maybe but we're getting there. We're getting there maybe. almost. Um. Okay. So we get to the Raya, which it's it's it's, a, it's underwhelming. This has to not be the big Raya, right? Like this has to be. There'll be a. There could be a Floodborne. I, okay, we'll just put it this way. There is there is a Raya, a four-cost inkable Raya with five strength, three willpower. She only quests for one. Mm-hmm. It's Raya, Warrior of Kumandra. It's a vanilla. But she's, but doesn't she, have an ability. Yeah, she, there's no ability. She only quests for one. She's a decent fighter, but she doesn't have rush. 
She doesn't have Reckless or anything that's going to give her more strength because she has Reckless. So it's just like, it's kind of underwhelming. In, and my, if, in my opinion, it's pretty trash. <laughs> it's not I know, good. That's what I'm saying. So if that's the only Raya card in the set, I will definitely be disappointed. I have to say, though, this can't be the only one. I, it's got to be Dreamborn and Floodborn. I mean, it is Rise of the Floodborn. I would, I would imagine there's another one. So that one's there's not much to say about aside from I hope there's another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so well, we get to the, the next card, which is a Floodborn. Bell hit an archer. This is an incredible. Emerald. So Emerald. I, I, I don't know if I said the, the Rai is in Ruby real yep. fast. Just yep. make sure we cover that. But yes, Bell, Emerald, hit an archer. Five costs, non-inkable. So mm-hmm. again, that tiny little knock against it. Three strength, three willpower. Another three quester. So quests for three lore, which again is crazy enough as it is. She shifts for three, so you can play her incredibly early on. insane. On top of that, of course, she's got an ability. And the ability is whenever whenever this character is challenged, the challenging character's player discards all their cards in their hand. Let me repeat that. When a... Whenever this character is challenged, the challenging character player discards all the cards in their hand. I like I I'm a, <laughs> like I would expect like after that and be like and then they draw three cards. There's nothing. That's it. There's nothing. That's it. So the one caveat is she's only got three willpower. So like a smash will take her out. But if you don't have Smash or Dragonfire... If Fire, you're not playing Steel... Or Dragonfire... If you're, pa- if you're playing a Be Prepared to take care of this one card, you're in trouble. And if you if your opponent uses a 5-cost Dragonfire on your Shift 3, possibly, Bell... It just... This doesn't make sense. It's crazy. It, that is an ins- insane card. And I still think Cinderella's I like a little more... Because this can be taken out relatively easy with Steel or or Dragonfire. But that being said, this is insane. A Shift 3, like, that's crazy. Also, the, the art, um, she has, like, bros arrows. It's, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's, it's Robin Hood cross bell. It's awesome. Yeah. So, I, I don't, that one, it's kind of, it's very flat art style. It's, very, like, almost, like, watercolory kind of. I don't love the art style on that one, but it is a legendary card, and I will play that, best believe. I can't wait. Okay, so that would be Bell. We're getting into the next item that we kind of alluded to already. <laughs> so this is called Sorcerer's Spellbook. Very fitting to go into Amethyst with that name. It's a three-cost uninkable. Three-cost uninkable, which completely makes sense, because when I tell you what this does, your jaw's <laughs> going to drop, and if it doesn't, it I will be it, shocked. It will. It's straightforward. Exert for one ink, gain one lore. That's straightforward. Just just get a lore. Just get one. Just you get a lore. You can do it every single turn for one ink. Yep, every single turn. So imagine four of these. You have four of these, and they can't do anything about it. So it's it's not incredibly powerful by itself because no. if all you're doing is this and just questing, and that's your way that you're going to get to twenty, it's going to take you forever to get there. But imagine you have a control deck, like we've already talked about, like with your Dragonfire and your Be Prepared, and they're at 17 or 18. 
you can't take this off with Be Prepared or Dragonfire. Mm -hmm. So you can stall them, but you can't completely get stalled out now. Because if so, if you're playing a control deck, or if you're playing against a control deck, this will be an incredible utility to have because you can just keep going. And when you, if you, if or when you do get stalled out, you just do that then, and you keep going. You know, you'll at least chug along and put a bunch of pressure on them. I can't. So again, there has to be a way to take items off the board. And I, I will say, compared to the the other item card, the dinner bell, this is this is much more like. Okay, I can understand like how this could be good and not so good, um, but it still has the possibility of being pretty. I think it's more situational. It's more, yes. but it is incredibly powerful. Yep. I mean, it. The other thing too is it's only one ink to do that. Only one ink to gain more. Like, I would expect maybe maybe like two lore or something like or yeah. two ink. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I continue to be blown away by this these cards. Okay, so moving on to the next one. We got another Amethyst card. We get to the Winnie the Pooh that matches the playmat the, that we already talked about. The Honey Wizard. The Honey Wizard. Um, there's not a ton to say about this one either. Five cost is inkable. So disappointing. Five, five strength, five willpower, quests for two. So definitely better than Raya. Yeah. Um, from that respect, has more willpower. Quests for more only costs one more, but is still vanilla. And so I think like if you need a late game, you know, card that can take a hit and quest, like it might be an okay deck filler, you know, since it is inkable too. But I still don't think it's you know it's definitely not one to build the deck around. It it should have been an insane floodborne. Like that's what I was expecting when I saw the playmat. So it's disappointing. Yeah, I mean it's cool, but it's nothing crazy. So. Okay, so Merlin, we have another Amethyst one. Merlin being an Amethyst makes sense. Four cost, Merlin shapeshifter. Uh, one strength, five willpower, and he has the ability that says whenever one of your other characters is returned to your hand from play, this character gets plus one this turn. So that's a pretty cool one. Like I, th I could think of some really cool kind of like combos, like a Cruella, you know, they're currently, you know, a card gets returned to your hand, so maybe you just like return your own card. You can heal it too if it has damage. You can return that yeah, card. Yeah, return heal it, it, heal it, and then he gets one lore. You quest with him. Five willpower is going to give you a couple turns of, of of questing. So I don't know what to think about this one yet. I think it's very interesting and could be really, really cool. But I think we have to know what else is coming to really fully think through this it's, one. It's not completely bonkers like some of the other cards. No, but that's it's, for sure. It's still cool. So moving on from there then, we got another Amethyst. Just rolling through the Amethyst here. Love it. Love it. Another Elsa, which fits into the Amethyst play. Yeah, helps so a lot. You have Elsa gloves off. With a four cost inkable, three strength, four willpower challenger this time. So kind of fit into that like Jafar slash mm -hmm. Challenger three. Um uh facilier, you know, range. It works. But then it. you have an Elsa that can shift be shifted onto. Mm -hmm. So I think she's it will be really good too. So she's got a challenger plus three, so we'll do six damage when challenging. So I think this will be a good one. Definitely a support card for your deck, not to build around, but yeah. you know, with the challenger, with the shift into you know huge Elsa, that's you know massive today, will be a really crazy card. So okay, moving on from that one, we have another. We have our first song, another action slash item. This is I think one of our favorites too. 
One is Hercules, which we both said we love. Yep. Zero to Hero, one of the one of my favorite songs in all Disney properties. Yep. It's a two cost song, so really cheap. And then it base and then what it says is count the number of characters you have in play. You pay the amount of lore less for the next character you play this turn. So, amount of ink. Amount of ink. Sorry. You're yes. Good. Lore. Gosh. Um, so if you have four cards in play. You play zero to hero. You pay four less for your next one. So if you know on turn, let's say like turn six, this gets really interesting. Yeah. You yeah. sing him. You know, you have. Let's just say you have somebody in the board. You use this to sing with. So it doesn't cost you anything. So you still got all your six. You got four cards on the board. So now your next card costs four less. So you play. I don't know. Like you, like even conceivably the. Um, the big Cinderella we talked about earlier. You know, that costs seven. She only costs three now. Get her out super fast. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it. I think this will be a really interesting one if you have a bunch of, you know, in like a very aggro deck that can shift into a pretty big powerful deck because you need a bunch of cards on the board for it to be super useful. But I think it, it could be really annoying if you're not prepared for it. I think this card is a hint to a nine-cost God Immortal Ooh. Hercules. There also is in the background art of this card Hercules just taking down all of the monsters from the movie. Um, you know, so he starts off as the zero in like the foreground of the card and then ends at the hero. So I didn't even think about that. That would be insane. But with even the ability itself, it makes sense. There could be a nine cost immortal Hercules that card. That would be insane. That I, would be incredible. I think it's a hint. So we'll come back to this. Somebody make a note for us see what the big herc from the set is because I, I imagine there has to be there has to be a big herc okay and that's in the the amber set mm -hmm. I, I i don't know if i mentioned that or not but we're moving on to another amber one which is the queen that i mistakenly said is maleficent my earlier favorite because, maleficent card. because my <laughs> my brain is in maleficent from her being the the big bad of the current set but the most crazy thing about this card is she's a five cost amber card with four strength, three willpower, but she's a shift two. A shift two. Imagine getting this card out on the second turn. So the other, the interesting thing though is we don't have another queen, I don't think. Not yet, but there will be so clearly. So is it an e a one cost queen? Right? There, there will be, I mean, there could I mean, be a two cost queen even, I guess. I mean, unless there's a really bad, like, higher cost. <laughs> I mean, then it becomes I don't know. a little it's, it's, less. It's weird, I don't know. But regardless, yeah, I mean, if there's a one cost and you play her on turn one and then you play her on turn two, I mean, the crazy thing about, if you play her on turn two, the crazy thing about this one is, especially shifting into it, is whenever this character quests, chosen opposing character gets minus four strength and chosen character on your side gets plus four strength. So an eight challenge shift in your strength and to be clear, that is just for that turn, so it's not for the whole game, not completely broken. Whenever this character quests, so for that turn. But again, if you're if you, shifting this in turn two, and it's they not, might only have one card on the board. You shift it in, you quest it, you tell it that other card. If you're doing it turn two, that other card doesn't have more than four strength. And so they they can challenge you, but they're not going to do anything about it. I and then you quest again the next turn and do the exact same thing and so I can just see this being really 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 hard to manage. I think I think again this is like more of what I was expecting like not some of the bunker stuff we got but like more like 
meta-changing kind of... I really like this one. I mean, she's only got three strengths, so like a smash will take her out. But again, if, you do, if you're not playing Steel, there's not any real straightforward way to take her out unless you have a couple cards on the deck or you have something that can rush in and take her. So you have to be, you know, pun intended, you have to be prepared for something like this to happen now because it, it's very powerful. It's really crazy. Okay, moving on to the last one. We're 40 minutes in, so we could talk about this all day. But last one, uh, another Amber Mickey card. I like this one a lot just because I'm a huge Mickey fan. Six cost, is inkable, six willpower, three lore. So just a lore powerhouse mm -hmm. because he's got a bunch of willpower and a bunch of lore. Only one strength, so you're definitely not going to do anything in a challenge. But um, his ability is whenever this character quests, you pay three ink less for the next character this turn. So again... We saw that ability kind of in Zero to Hero, the song. We see that ability on this Mickey card when he's played. So that's clearly a theme around being able to pay less for characters, getting them on the board. I just, overall, like the, this, like with this in mind, the chapter just has so many things going on that, I mean, it, it's it's going to be a fun a fun chapter, that's for sure. Okay, pick one card as your top card, and then we'll do a tier list later. I have to pick Dinner Bell. Dinner Bell? I mean, I can't I can't say you're wrong there. I know. It, I can't say you're wrong. I, I, I think I'm going to stick with the, the Floodborne Cinderella just because, I, I don't know, I'm just a sucker for the big powerful cards now. Like, yep. like we talked about earlier, like I really like the control decks. I think this is going to be huge for something like that. So I'm going to go with the big Cinderella, but... Stay tuned for the tier list because we'll definitely use these 13 in a tier list oh, um, to do a video on that here pretty soon. So that covers all the cards that were released. We all have one more thing to talk about, which is the 100th anniversary special set that they're releasing with six enchanted cards. So they're, they're, they're not, they're not going to be, this is the only way you're going to be able to get these. So they're not going to be like super enchanted, in, you know? Yes. Um, but I I think the art style they chose is very interesting. Like I I don't know specifically like what they're pulling from. It's it's got a Mickey, Elsa, Stitch, Maui, Maleficent, and Genie. The the Mickey and Elsa from the cards that we just said were released from Chapter Two. The rest are from Chapter One. Mm -hmm. To your point, they're very like anime almost. Like they're very flat in the mm -hmm. in the art style, kind of like I said about the bell earlier. There's not a lot of like shading. It's all very just kind of monotone and flat. And so I'm not personally a fan of the art style, but don't get me wrong. I'm a massive Disney fan. We've already said this. Will I be getting this? Yes, I will be getting this. Is this is gonna be one of those collectibles you keep in the box. I think and get them just... graded. I'm getting these bad boys graded. <laughs> I'm if I if if I am lucky enough. To come across one of these, I'm buying it and instantly sending it into PSA. So there's, there's also another, is this going to be Disney Park exclusive because it's Disney 100? It could be. We don't know. Best believe I'm going to Disney Parks then. <laughs> I, will drive, I will drive my butt down there. Um, but yeah, so I, I think this is cool. I, I was hoping they would do something like this for Disney 100 just because, again, like outside of the game itself, we're both big Disney fans. They're so, joining in on the celebration, which is awesome. Yeah, it's cool to see just all of the synergies between all the all of the the different you know properties that Disney owns and all the distribution stuff that they do. 
I'm a massive Disney fan. I love to see it, and so it's it's cool to it's cool to have. You know, I'm I'm definitely a fan. Okay, right. final thoughts. The, I I'm so hyped, so excited. This chapter is gonna be bonkers. Yep, it, it's it's a little. My final thought is is a little early for this stuff to be coming out. I mean, we're what two and a half weeks in from or it's it's September twelfth. We're basically two weeks in from the you know the wide release of the set, and so I, I would have liked for this to happen in like a month, maybe. I, I agree, it's a bit overwhelming, but nonetheless, like some of these cards are crazy, <laughs> and so I'm really excited as well. I really want this to 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 be a success. I really can't wait for them to come out. I hope we are able to secure some early on, which has been a problem for this this chapter one. Um, but yeah. I, the, I guess the very last thing I'll say is stay tuned for the tier list on these cards because that'll be a fun one to do. So I can't wait. All right, thank you guys for listening. Yep, thanks for listening again, and we'll see you next time. Bye.